0: Good morning, Packers fans. Aaron Nagler here with your Packers Daily Chat, coming to you live on the Cheesehead TV social channels. It's Wednesday. Packers are a step closer to the NFL draft, which is still like a month away. But we'll be here every single morning. Uh, Speaking of being here and podcasts and what have you, please check out my appearance on the Pack-A-Day podcast with Dusty and Sarah. That just dropped a little earlier this morning. Most fun I've had on a podcast in forever. Really fun conversation with Dusty and Sarah. Um, Be sure you check that out. It'll be up on Cheesehead TV in a little bit, but it's already up on other platforms. Make sure you're checking out wherever you digest your Packer podcast intake. Morning, everybody on the uh, chat. Good to see everyone. TKM, it was very nice of you. Thank you. Brandy, good morning. Carrie Bishop morning, cold, Indiana, Carrie. It's cold in New York city, way colder than it's supposed to be. I just got a Facebook memory of me and my kids at the central park zoo a couple years ago on a really lovely afternoon. It is freezing in New York city this week. Like nah, man, I'm out. I am out on that. Dennis. Good morning. How are you? Babe? Let's go Christopher. Yo, how you doing? Jeff Ness. Good morning. Um, Obviously um, tons of news to talk about, uh, at this point, Matt LaFleur did speak at the annual meetings down in Florida yesterday. Uh, if you missed it or you want to recap, make sure you check out the wrap up with Monte Moore. That's right. Monte coming on board at cheesehead TV here on the YouTube channel, He won't be here every day, but he'll be giving us periodic kind of wrap-up of a day's worth of news when the Packers make headlines or there's stuff to talk about. Monty will wrap it up for us at the end of every day. Um, Really thrilled to have Monty on board. Been talking about getting him kind of on board here at Cheesehead TV for literally months and finally made it happen. So um, make sure you say hello to Monty next time he posts a video or go watch the one he posted last night and say what's up. Brandy, new overtime rules. I like it until it screws the Packers. Just go back to sudden death. It's so ridiculous that they're doing it just for the playoffs. Uh, any plans to hold one of those late night Patreon happy hours for us California peeps? They frown on drinking at work. Melissa, um, yeah, we'll do we'll do something late night to get uh, the West Coasters involved. Sorry about that. Yeah, I know it's uh, it's tricky because we have people who join from Europe. And then we have people who join from the West coast and I'm in New York. So there's a lot of time zones happening at, at one time, but we'll, I'll try to do something uh, late night here down the stretch. And goodness knows we've got plenty of time until the draft arrives. So that, that'll be kind of open at some point. Uh, Ron, how can teams not be under the cap? It is changing daily, but there are teams over and I am confused. Um, not quite sure what you mean. There are teams that um, are still working on the cap, but they have to be uh, cap compliant as of uh, the start of the new league year. Now, what you may be looking at is the sum total of their cap as opposed to the top 51 because only the top 51 contracts count towards the cap in the off-season. So that could be. If you, if, if you want to know a little bit more about that, overthecap.com has a, a really good explanation uh, of the rule of 51 check that out get monty on more he's an absolute gem andy that is the that is the plan Now uh, he'll be doing his own thing there on the wrap-up but he's definitely going to be joining us he uh he joined us all throughout the, a couple times this season on carry the g i'll uh, be doing lots more with monty really like his stuff <laughs> tom Grassi, what's up morning buddy because the Zooms are no longer allowed, can you still submit your questions via Carrier Pigeon? I'll tell you what, Tom. I'll tell you what. I am I'm of a mind here that when they have their first kind of availabilities for the offseason, I'm just going to fly to Wisconsin. I'm just going to show up just to let them know, oh, you're not getting rid of me that easy. But yeah, once the season comes, sadly, it's all going to come crashing down. I'd love it if they kept you know some semblance or some kind of remote access but I, I know that ain't gonna happen pr's happy to be done with it players hate it you know well we'll always have these two years of the pandemic of me pestering aaron rodgers with questions <laughs> it's gonna be a lot of fun um alex how active do you think green bay will be moving around the draft to target their prospects well, that's the, always the kind of fascinating part right especially this year since they have so much ammunition um they certainly with 11 picks and Uh, like four within basically the premium range, Brian can do what he wants. So it really comes down to eye of the beholder, who is, you know, who's the apple of his eye and who's someone that he really likes. Last year, it's funny, people probably forget, but Amari Rogers was that dude last year. Brian really wanted to get him and moved to do so. And then the kid barely played. Um, But yeah, if there's a guy that, or guys that he really kind of covets, then he's got the ability. He's got the ammo. Um, I do wonder, though, how much – I mean, he's never been shy about trading up, right? Um, he's he's done it in every draft uh, at some point. But I do wonder if this is a draft that he lets it come to him, especially early. Um, they've got to be able to find some contributors, especially, obviously, on offense, the wide receiver position. Um, but I do think you know that there's a real opportunity here to solidify his, the base of his roster if he makes those kind of four selections, you know, the two firsts and two seconds. But we'll see. But yes, the ability is there. But it really comes down to who he covets and really loves. Uh, <laughs> Joe, I don't even know what that means. Who has a more devoted following, the Grassi Posse or Hags for Nags? Oh, it's definitely the, the Grassi Posse. Uh Christian Watson and Chris Olav would please me, just a man's opinion. Michael, the more I watch Christian Watson, the more excited I get, which means he's definitely not going to be a Packer. Because I really like his play. So you can strike him off the list. It's like when I really l- fell in love with Michael Pittman a couple years ago and he went to the Colts. It's just yeah, Watson's exciting, man. I really, really like his tape so far and like I said, I, the idea of Aaron Rodgers throwing to him, baby. Uh, yeah, please sign me up, which of course means it won't happen. But this is what I was talking about yesterday. This is my whole problem with the draft is I watch these guys and I get really excited about the idea of seeing them in green and gold with a G on their helmet, and then they go to like the Bills. Like, man, this, this is elongated kind of lead up to the draft. It just just kills me uh did 12 accidentally sign up for a rebuild lol i mean slide back and listen to the news here there are more than one way to win a football game you know tom brady won a couple super bowls throwing two not exactly superstars at the wide receiver position um and they don't play anybody this sunday they don't play a game until september their roster as constructed right now will not be the roster come opening weekend now all of that said they've still got a really good roster Can we just put the idea that they're in some rebuild to bed? Yes, they are remaking the wide receiver position. Of that, there's little doubt. But they've still got an insanely talented roster. A really good roster that will contend for a Super Bowl. But just do not get that twisted. Uh uh, is Aaron Jones our number one eligible receiver, basically, no matter what? I don't know about no matter what, but he's definitely going to be featured more in the passing game. I don't think there's any question there. I'm still bitter from the last two years of playoff games. Brandy, I don't think you're alone in that regard. Um, hey, Nagler, are you coming to Lambeau Field for the soccer match? You know, Dennis, that's a really good question. I had planned on arriving a little later this year. Because they don't put pads on right away at camp, so I was going to just come for the you know second week, and that all, almost always means like the first week of August. But now that they're doing this match on the twenty third, now I got to rethink things. So maybe, I don't know. That'd be a long stretch because I, I would be there from like the twenty third, essentially probably through like the twentieth of August. That's like almost a month away. I don't know, man. That would, it'd be a long time. But it'd be so dope. I really want to go. We'll see. Find out. Uh, Oh, we got some super chat. Sorry, guys. Brett, what's up, man? Thanks for the super chat. Think Devin Funches will get another chance? No. Not in Green Bay. I think somewhere, but I don't think it's going to happen in Green Bay. Marshall, thanks for the super chat. If the Packers do, in fact, change their philosophy to run-centric, do you think Rodgers would lose some degree of autonomy of the offense? I don't think that's ever going to happen with Aaron Rodgers in town, and I don't think they're ever going to go run-centric. So, I don't think you need to worry about it. But even if they were to, say, want to feature the run game more and try to lead with the run, yeah, as long as Aaron's in town, he'll be directing things at the line of scrimmage. That's not changing. Um, now, maybe he leans into it more. Maybe he uh, takes what the defense gives him, et cetera, sees that too high, blah, blah, blah. But that will be his purview, and I don't think a lot will change in that regard. And I'm not saying that's good or bad. I just, that's, you know, Saren Rogers has been doing it for 17 years. Like, he's in control. John, thanks for the Super Chat. What are your thoughts on the, quote, amazing off OT rules? Well, I talked about it on the pack day podcast. You'll get my unvarnished thoughts, my unvarnished late night thoughts on the new OT rules on the new Packaday day podcast with Dusty and Sarah. Suffice it to say, I am not a fan. Go back to sudden death. Sudden death was perfect. Uh, when does the Cheesehead TV Draft Guide officially release, Alex, thanks for uh, asking that question because I can let you know it's April 7th. April 7th is the official release date. I actually just turned in every year I do an exclusive interview. It has always in the past been with a player, but this year I did an interview with Milt Hendrickson, uh, the de facto assistant GM there in Green Bay, Brian's right-hand man. Milt was kind enough to give me about 20 minutes yesterday and just turned that in last night. So April 7th, uh, the draft guide will drop tons of prospect breakdowns, um, team needs, mock drafts, the whole nine yards, ton, really great artwork and photography, etc. cetera. It is an, a labor of love put together by Packers fans for Packers fans. It is uh, something we've done for over a decade. Really, really kind of love the passion behind this project. So if you haven't jumped on board yet, you can still get a pre-sale price. Pre-order it at cheeseheadtv.com for $12.99. The price goes up the day it releases, so get on board now. Oh, man, Brenton, why are people talking about being bitter about old games here? Brenton's talking about still bitter about the 2014 game against the Seahawks. That was the year we should have won the Super Bowl. Yes, but they didn't, and now we move on. I'm kidding, man. I'm right there with you. I'm bitter as well. It's just hard to think about. Oh, wow, Mr. Tundra. Does the new OT rules for the playoffs only mean the Vikings won't even be coached on it? Because they won't be in the playoffs. I get it. Well done. Well done. Thanks, Alex. Thanks for checking it out, man. <laughs> Andy, dog update. We're going to a shelter this weekend. Um, I probably won't get the dog this weekend, but we'll be definitely be looking at them. Um, Madeline's birthday is on Monday. So this weekend is more about Madeline than anything else. But uh, Olive will have her moment. It's coming up. Cheesy baby. Thanks for the super chat. Morning, Ags. I'm living in La Vita loca this morning. Coffee with some brandy. People still say that saying, right? Um, sure. Yes. We've definitely still living in a Ricky Martin world. <laughs> Good morning, buddy. Pack that. Thanks for the super chat. A few have mentioned treating the wide receiver room like a basketball team. Can you explain what that means and what positions we're missing? A baseball team or a basketball team? Uh, B ball team. I'm not quite sure who's saying that or what that means, so I can't help you there. Um, But what positions were missing? I mean, a traditional, I would think a traditional uh, flanker more than anything else. I mean, Lazard is a really, you know, productive number two, but I think they certainly need. What's funny is like, yes, they need a number one, right? Like the classic flanker, but. Man, like what you maybe you sign a Julio Jones or trade for somebody, you're probably gonna draft someone as well. But you know, getting them on the same page with Aaron Rodgers in this offense with all of the things that they have to learn, especially at the line of scrimmage, it's not like Madden, you're not just gonna plop them in and away you go. Um, I would highly recommend if you haven't, check out uh Ty Dunn's interview with M V S from last summer. And MVS really went it deep, like in-depth about the kinds of things that are expected of you as a wide receiver in this offense and how hard it is just coming in cold from the outside and being expected to pick things up. It just does not work that way in Green Bay. So that's why, yes, they'll they'll undoubtedly be adding talent, but I have to think the diversification of the Green Bay Packers offense is at hand. Uh, they will be utilizing all of the positions in a way we probably haven't seen as much like we've seen it clearly when Devante has gone down in the past they have spread the ball around a lot I think that is going to be your regular mo from here on out with Aaron Rodgers being your trigger man and getting the ball to like eight nine ten different dudes every game you know and I love that idea um but yeah, to me, they they definitely got to find that classic perimeter guy. And I would say what's funny is I would say they should be looking for uh, a darting, slashing, quicker slot guy. But they've never gone in for that, no matter what system they've been running. In Green Bay, they've always liked you know, bigger, stronger wide receivers, uh, sometimes at the expense of wiggle and, and slashing ability. But um, yeah, to me, that's, that's where they'll be looking, no doubt. Nathan, thanks for the Super Chat. Can Jordan Davis play wide receiver? Let's find out. I'm all for it. I love everybody with their dog recommendations. Duly noted. Thank you. Andres, hello from Mexico. Never miss an episode. That's very nice of you to say. Thanks so much for checking it out. What's up? Hello from New York City. I hope you're doing well. I'll be happy if we just get good players at any position. Cameron, Cameron, Cameron slow down but what it is sir it is 10 17 a.m here on the east coast and you are talking way too much sense like let's 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 pump up the hyperbole the hot takes i don't i don't need this cool calm and collected sense making in the youtube comment section okay just a little bit it's a little too much for a wednesday morning sorry uh Get it, Corgi. Oh, that, that is not happening. Remember to hit like and subscribe. Thank you, Andrew. Look at people. I love it when the commenters do my work for me. It's awesome. Yes, please hit like and subscribe. Uh, what are your thoughts on restructuring uh, Big Dog and Crosby or just cut them? I feel DeGuara needs more opportunity. Great show, by the way. Thanks, Chappie. Nice of you, nice of you to say. Um, I don't think they're going to touch Lewis's contract. They just paid him a bonus a couple weeks ago. Um, I want to say about 10, 12 days ago. If they were going to do something, they probably would have been before that. So I think he is where he is. As far as Crosby, I know Matt and Brian have both talked about keeping him around, but currently they have three kickers on their roster. Um, I don't know. I guess they'll bring all three into camp or at least into the off season program and give them a chance to kick for it, so to speak. But sure sounds like they plan on keeping Crosby around, which is a bit of a surprise for me at his, uh, at his cap hit number given his uh, erratic uh, production last year. And look, you can talk about the operation and I know they brought in a new punter to be a more consistent holder. And I get all that and I'm, I'm with it, but you can't ignore the fact that one of the things about being the kicker in green Bay, Wisconsin is having to kick in November and December and It's there for everyone to see. Crosby can't get it into the end zone on kickoffs anymore once the weather turns. And I'm not hating on Crosby. I think he's an all-timer. He's a Packers legend, et cetera. But at some point, if you're missing all these kicks and you can't get it into the end zone and thereby uh, letting teams return it and start with somewhat decent field position, if not busting open because your coverage units are terrible, at some point, it's time to turn the page. But apparently, not just yet in Green Bay, Wisconsin. Uh, Anything happening with a Jair extension? He wants to be paid number one cornerback in the league. Can that happen? It absolutely can happen. Um, I do think, I don't know anything here uh, in this regard. I know I I put it out there during the combine that they were talking, and that was 100% true. They were and are, continue to. Brian said a couple days ago that the avenues of communication are still going back and forth. All that is true. But what I guess—I don't know anything about this particular thing—but what I, I'm, I'm, my guesswork right now is that I think Jair Yes wants Jalen Ramsey money. Probably wants to beat Jalen, and I don't think the Packers have an issue with that. But I do wonder about Jair's folks and and Jair wanting guarantees, much like Devontae did, past that signing bonus. And I do wonder if with this. You know, young star, you're going to build your defense around. If this is a guy they maybe do cave to, unlike they like when they refuse to with Devante, I just wonder if that's a sticking point. Because I know the vibe and the feeling around around the combine was like, okay, we're going to get Aaron and Devante sorted away, and then we're going to like really focus on Jair. Well, Aaron and Devante have been sorted out, and there's still no Jair extension. So at this point, I got to think it's about the nitty gritty and it's about things like, okay, what what's the bonus structure going to look like? What's the guarantees? What are the guarantees going to look like? And I do wonder if that's maybe holding things up. Again, all of that is guesswork on my part. I can't go through another year with closing my eyes when Crosby is up. Tony, you may have to, buddy. Sorry. Sorry to say it. Uh, what else we got? Thanks for the answer. Have a great day. Chappy. you too, man. Thanks so much. All right, everybody. I'm going to have to get going. I can't thank you enough for hanging out, talking Packers each and every day, Monday through Friday, right here on the Cheesehead TV social channels. Please do me a monster favor. Hit like on the video, subscribe to the channel, and then tell your friends, tell your family, Cheesehead TV, we are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a great day. Go Pack Go.